Happy Mindset Monday, good people. It is your girl Shia Thousand here, and you are listening to another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we will be talking about social wellness and what exactly that is and how you can cultivate it and build this into your daily routines so that you can actually tap into the wealth of knowledge and support that comes with this particular aspect of the eight dimensions of wellness. So grab a cup of tea, your pen and paper, and join me in the lab. I'll see you in there. Hey guys, so today we're talking about social wellness. And I love this aspect of one of the eight dimensions of wellness, specifically um, because It talks about building that community and finding like your tribe, as well as knowing yourself. So when it comes to social wellness, it's defined as being all about developing a sense of connection, belonging, and a support system. And I can't think of a more important time to have social wellness than the last 18 months. And being able to cultivate that is really important. And so one of the things I always like to think about all of this begins with is that Shakespeare quote, to thine own self be true. And if you don't know who you are, then the people around you won't know who you are and you won't be able to show up authentically, regularly and daily in your own life. So I think it's really important to get to know who you are. So throughout the last 18 months, I think a lot of us have learned a lot of lessons about ourselves, about our friends. I've been calling this shedding season, unlearning things, growing and evolving as always, but specifically around the last 18 months, we have been in a global pandemic and we've been in quarantine, we've been out of quarantine, we've been kind of semi in quarantine depending on the city you live in. And so with that, all of that going on, it's a lot of time for you to read, get to know about yourself, and a lot of time just being by yourself. And when you're by yourself, I think you truly get to know um, different aspects of who we are, because I do think there is a version of us that only can grow through relationships. And that's one aspect of us. But then knowing who you are personally, identifying your needs, really understanding what you value, being able to communicate them to the people around you. I think that all happens um, in this period of just getting to know yourself. So I think it's really important to kind of dig into that um, during when you're thinking about your social wellness and building those healthy boundaries so that you can communicate to others how they can support you and how you would like to be supported um, as a form of social support. I think um, we always want to be with our friends, hang around our friends. And having friends is good and having good, healthy relationships is really great. But I think it all begins with knowing who you are and being an active participant in your life. Um, if you've heard me speak before, if you've heard um, previous podcasts, you might have heard me speak about being an active participant in your life. And a part of that is knowing yourself. So how you show up in the world every day, knowing what you like and dislike, allows you to better advocate for yourself. So that's you being an active participant in your own life. 
So then the next thing um, when it comes to social wellness is social support. Who are your people? Who is your tribe that you have around you? Um, I've heard Demetria Lucas reference this in the past about like having your 2 a.m. people. Like who are those people that you can call at like 2 a.m.? They'll answer the phone. They'll speak. They'll show up when you need them. Um, knowing who those people are and being able to identify those people. I think that's important for anyone because there are going to be times and situations in our life when we need support and it doesn't need to be someone who is surface, right? It's not going to be the person you necessarily do the small talk with. It may be the friend that you have been friends with either for a short period of time and it's been just a quality of um, conversation and relationship and fellowship being built there or it may be the friend that you've had for a long time whom you don't speak with often just because life happens. But when you do, it feels like no time has been passed, doesn't skip a beat. You guys are right in the same place every time and you're growing and evolving. And it just feels so natural like this is like your person. And I think it's a thing where we really can have friendships that are like our soulmates as well where these people you know you are meant to do life with these people, grow and go through many life experiences with these people. And those are your 2 a.m. people. I know um, for me, one of those people is my best friend. I have like a few best friends, but one specifically, we used to take days off to hang out with each other. We used to build our schedules at work around each other and just being in relationship and hanging out, talking, um, doing life together. And it really took someone else on the outside for both of us for, um, to tell us, like, you know that person is like your best friend, right? Like, that's what you would define that as. And neither one of us thought about it that way. We just knew that we liked hanging out. We had fun when we were with each other. We challenged each other. And it just felt so natural. We just always did it. And then we have had the revelation around the same time. It was like, oh, my gosh. And even now... I've not lived in the same city with her for over nine years now, and we still talk regularly. I am now her daughter's godmother, and her older daughter says I'm like a second mom. So I've built this relationship with this person, and it's she's definitely someone I can count on if I needed something. Um, and I'd like to think I'm the same for her, especially when it comes to those moments when we just need to talk and try and figure things out. And then I have another friend who I'm the same way with. We lost touch for like five years and re um, reestablished our relationship and revisited like maybe five or six years ago. And we've been like talking almost every day since then. And it's one of those things where sometimes just life happens, but how do you reconnect and rekindle those friendships and nurture them, right? Because these are things that definitely need to be nurtured. I think a lot of the time, we think that friendships and just relationships will just happen. As we get older, that's not the case. Children have it really easy. It's really easy to make friends when you're a child. But as you get older, you really have to put time into it. You have to make a conscious decision to be an active participant and show up for yourself and show up for the other person. Check on them. See how they're doing. See how life is just coming at them. See if you can support them. See if they check in with you. Be mindful of the people that show up for you especially when you don't even realize you need support. Um, I know we've seen that meme online or even those uh, quotes on Instagram where it's like, check on your strong friends. Who are the people that check on you? If you're the go-to person for everyone, 
be mindful of the people who actually check up on you where they're not necessarily coming to ask you for any particular thing like you don't have to give but it's just a matter of showing up be mindful of that those are probably your tribe those are your people who really just want to make sure that your health and well-being are good your mental health is good and make sure you're taking care of yourself and you'd likely want to do the same for that person so be mindful of that but that would be your social support and if you've listened to um last season with Kristen um, Pope and she talked about her social support and her great girlfriends and having a great set of girlfriends in your corner where as we go through different changes in life you can have those conversations either they've experienced it before you they are currently experiencing it and they can help you navigate those times in your life and that doesn't have to just be girlfriends that can be your guy friends as well my best friend my male best friend has been my friend since I was 10 years old And there's aspects of me that he just gets that probably other people won't get. And there's also aspects of me that I can just bring to him and just kind of like, yo, I need to talk about this and blah, and get it out. And I get it out and he helps me. He's very He's very calm and grounded. So I'm kind of excitable at times. And he helps me navigate what my thoughts are sometimes without the excitement. And it's grounding to have someone like that in your life. So just know who those people are in your life and make sure you are nurturing those. Make sure you're telling them how you feel about them. You respecting, you support, and you love them and give them their flowers while they're here. So often we wait until it's too late to tell people we appreciate them. But if you have those people and you have those relationships in your life, definitely, um, definitely be somebody that can communicate that to those in your life and support and be there for them. Another aspect of social wellness is taking care of yourself. I keep talking about the eight dimensions of wellness and in every aspect I throw in a little bit of self-care, but this is the one where it's really like self-care. If you heard um, the last episode or two episodes ago with Amber Wright and we were talking about just self-caring and leaning into that and prioritizing to find balance, not necessarily seeking balance, but seeking your priorities and really focusing on the priorities and leaning into your joy. I think that is just so intentional and I love how she broke it down. So if you did not listen, please go back and listen to it. But taking care of yourself is really a matter of your basic needs being met. And that's like, how much sleep are you getting? How much um, rest are you getting outside of sleep? Are you always going? We are not meant to be burning at both ends of the candle and getting to a point of severe exhaustion and burnout. That is not what God intended for us. We were meant to do the work. We were meant to get our rest, but we were also meant to create lives that we did not need a vacation from. And if you feel that you're constantly in a state of going and being on, I'd like to encourage you to take a step back and really assess what's going on in your life, prioritizing it, and see if everything is really necessary. A lot of time, what happens when we neglect our self-care is that we take on other people's emergencies and their sense of urgency, and that is not necessarily our own. So how do you put yourself on your to-do list to care for yourself? If I asked you everything that you needed to get done in a day, you'd probably be at the bottom of that list. So how do you put yourself back to the top of that list? How do you cultivate joy? How do you cultivate happiness? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? 
I'd encourage you to just sit down and sit with those questions and think about the things and hobbies that you might have put to the side because you didn't have time that actually brought you a sense of fulfillment and lean into those. So going dancing, um, meeting up for brunch with your girls or your guys, or um, going on hikes or coloring. I'm a huge component of coloring. I'm sitting here raising my hand right now, but I recently created two coloring books and I love coloring and just spending the time doing that allows me to stimulate myself creatively and it also is calming. So if I'm stressed, I actually have a coloring sheet on my desk, my work desk right now with markers. So if I'm stressed, I can kind of sit down and color or I can get up and get on my bike. I have a bike in my office where I can get some physical activity in there um, just to take some time for myself sometimes. Um, in the middle of my work day, if it feels like it's really stressful or go for a walk, I'll play with my dog. But taking care of yourself and practicing self-care is a form of social wellness. So I want to encourage you to tap into those and lean into those. And I also want to encourage you to be mindful of your word. Um, social wellness also means showing up like how do you show up? If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you're going to be there, be there unless something comes up, but not to be a flake. Um, I used to be a really big flake like way back when, and it's actually hurt relationships and it takes time to repair those relationships um, by building trust again. So I would just encourage you be mindful of that, especially in this season, especially speaking about social support, especially speaking about your 2 a.m. people. Um, you want to be known as someone who's reliable, someone who is um, a, a good communicator, someone who is a person of their word. So I encourage you that um, if there is something that you are unsure about and you have to give someone an answer, ask them for time. Say, let me skip a beat and can I get back to you? Um, that's way better than saying yes initially only to say no later or flake on them or saying yes to someone else when it means no to yourself or something. So when it comes to social support or social wellness, these are the things that I want you to take into account and be mindful of. And even the Bible has a scripture that says a brother close, uh, sorry, a friend close is better than a brother far. So your friends are uh, the family you choose. Your family is the one you're born into, but your friends are the family you choose. And when it comes to social wellness and social support, it's cultivated through relationship, a lot of it. Your relationship with yourself and your relationship with the ones you choose to be in your life and the ones you are born into family with. So hopefully this helped you understand how you could cultivate your social wellness and add depth to those relationships and even seek a better relationship with yourself and get to know yourself a little bit better um, with those questions I asked in this episode. Maybe rewind, write them down, and just sit with that for a little bit. Um, just be still and think about those things and meditate on them and how they show up in your life, knowing your values. What do you value and how do your friends align with those values? How do your decisions align with those values? And then if you recognize there's a disconnect, how do you um, reposition people and make better decisions so that they all begin to become in alignment with the person you say you want to be and begin to show up as that person on a regular basis? So hopefully this helped you. And thanks for tuning in for another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. Tune in for the next episode. 
um, we'll be, we'll be wrapping up the season soon. All right. Until next time, guys, this is Shia Thousand. Talk to you later.